Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome and thank you as uh, always for joining us. Delighted to be spending our afternoon or early afternoon with you. If you want to get in touch with us, there are many ways you can do that. 866-WS-RADIO. You can get us on Gmail and Mark and Marsha. You can get us on Twitter at uh, Marsha Collier, me at Real Mark Cohen and Marsha. Or just tag your tweets, hashtag Tech Radio. And if you're out there during the show, Send us a tweet, hashtag Tech Radio, and we will see it because we observe the tweets on T-Chat. Uh, oh, my, Mark, go. what a week. We have such a big show today. Not only do we have a guest, but there's so much going on in tech. I just wanted to let everybody know because remember when I talked about being at the NASA Orion yeah. launch? Uh-huh. NASA has another Na- uh, NASA social planned uh, Thursday, January 15th. You can apply for this. You can have the opportunity to meet astronaut Scott Kelly, who will be launching to the Internet, uh, the International Space Station for a one-year mission. Wow. The longest space mission ever assigned to a NASA astronaut. And they're going to have an event at the Johnson Space Center where you get to tour, you get to see the mock-up of the space station. I mean, all kinds of cool things. I'm going to tweet out a link to it now, for, but for those listening in the archives, go to nasa.gov slash ISS, the number one year dash social. Cool. And you can apply for that up until Wednesday, December 24th. Johnson Space Station is where? Houston. Oh, it is in Houston. Okay, I assumed it yeah, was. Yeah, it is in Houston. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. All right, and then uh, you also said something. You had, you had something else you wanted to talk about this morning. Uh, you wanted. Oh, to start. I had the opportunity. I was so lucky to go to. You know, we talk about Belkin, and I was actually amazed. I'm at Belkin, and I'm I'm touring the facility. Mm-hmm. Belkin has been around a long time. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I mean, and they've been improving their products and changing their products and really staying up with things, and. It was one of the most amazing tech places I've ever been to. They don't outsource package design. They don't outsource anything. They had a room full of like $50,000, $100,000 3D printers mm-hmm. where they're testing stuff. They do everything in-house. They have artists. It was unbelievable what a beautiful place and what, you know, so while I'm listening to the CEO, I'm kind of Googling on my phone, what's the stock symbol for this company? <laughs> right? You know, because I'm so impressed. Yeah, right. Exactly. And they've been around forever. Do you know they're a private company? Uh, yeah, I think I did know that. I did know that. And, the, you know, they bought Linksys mm-hmm. in 2013. And the cool thing is, like, the CEO loves the company so much that he's the one who paid for the solar panels on the building. Nice. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's that kind of company. What they're working on right now, and their big push, is WEMO, W-E-M-O, mm-hmm. the Internet of Things devices. You know, and I said, well, hey, I used to have X10 in my house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. right. Well, you know, X10 was great, but you needed a central unit. You needed all kinds of things. But now the Internet of Things just works off of your home Wi-Fi. And although I have the Nest thermostats, which have cut, you know, we're going into winter now. Mm-hmm. Uh, electricity, you know, we got everything humming here. But in gas, it's literally cut our heating bill in half. 
Wow. It's, it's been, you know, by having a smart thermostat that knows when you normally go into a room, mm-hmm. it's amazing. So they've developed all these great cameras, HD infrared cameras that you can put in your house. That could be motion sensitive. You could set them to go on at certain times. Um, we, we went to the test house. They own a home that is just a test house for the Internet of Things. Mm-hmm. And they run like tons of Wi-Fi because the theory is that eventually if you have a house full of Internet of Things that you're going to be draining your Wi-Fi which is the technology they're applying to the new Linksys routers that we're going to see at CES Mm -hmm. um, you know that will be able to power everything you know you can have a powerful thing but the signal degrades over over space and time but you know, now you're going to need a full signal to cover your whole house. Oh, you absolutely. Can't, you can no longer have an area of your home where you have that weak signal that you could barely... You know. Right. No, that can't happen anymore. So they are... And the kids in the house, the kids, the, the creative kids, um, hacked a Nerf uh, machine gun where you could press an app on your phone and shoot the Nerf machine gun. Nice. <laughs> I posted a video on Instagram. I mean... Very creative, very interesting, and for those of you who don't know, it's called the Internet of Things, hashtag IoT, and it's going to be our future. So yeah, I actually go. like that uh, name, Internet of Things. I don't know why, but I actually like it. I do, because it's it's just things. They had a coffee maker that you can, t- obviously, they used to have coffee makers that you can time to go on at any time, but now you can control it from your phone. Let's say you're coming home, you want coffee, you've right. got it loaded boom they have a crock pot they they even have a water thing which was very cool which attaches to the pipes in the house to measure water usage and it listens to the sound of the pipes and learns what what sink um where is is that coming from the sprinkler uh oops maybe there's a leak because that's not a recognizable you know where the water passes through right right uh and they're working on all these things that are really going to improve our life. Uh, very, very cool. Very and I'll, nice. I'll, I'll be telling more about that. Uh, you and I have an invitation at CES, so it's going to be very cool. Well, excellent. Look forward to seeing that. Um, a bunch of things going on. I, I did promise to mention, because I know that uh, you said that Kurt refused to go to Wicked with you. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that I saw it, and for those who don't know what I'm talking about, uh, my wife is a big playgrower, and I get dragged along, of course. So we uh, we uh, we saw a number of different plays this week, and one of them was Wicked. And if you have not had a chance to see it, it is just probably one of the best plays ever created. Uh, so I encourage Kurt to take you to go see that. If, have you seen it, or he and he hasn't? Or oh, I've haven't? seen it four or five okay. times. I love okay. it. I just yeah. you know when when the Wicked. It's sad and happy at the same time, yep. and a lesson to be learned, and great music. I, I, I think it's an excellent thing. Now, have you ever seen that miniseries, Tin Man? Uh, you know, it sounds familiar to me. That, that, you have that, to Google it, look it up. It's a three-part miniseries, Tin Man. And I can't even tell you who was in it. Alan Cummings, I know, is in it. It sounds very familiar. It's very, very good. And if you like the Wizard of Oz theme type things, right. it's very cool. And obviously Tin Man in this movie is like a sheriff who turned into the Tin Man. Right. And uh, oh, the guy who was in Jaws, a brilliant actor, I think he passed away. Yeah, he Richard plays the Kindly. wizard. You mean, you mean no. wait, in Jaws? 
You're not talking about the guy that played from the James Bond films. No, 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 in Jaws. Anyway, great film, Tin Man. Google it, find it streaming anywhere. It's worth the watch. Uh, well, anyway, so back to the place. Um, so the, I had, but I had a, an incredible, unique experience at the Amundsen this week, seeing a uh, play called Blythe Spirit, which starred Angela Lansbury. And if you have never seen her, and I, this is the first time I think I've ever seen her in person, she's, I believe, 89-ish, still yeah, performing. Yeah, I didn't even know she was still around. <laughs> yeah, still performing. She won a Tony a couple of years ago for this play, and she's just amazing. I mean, she really is amazing. You know, I should only be that, that spry and, you know, together today, let alone be 90 years old. Uh, so right. <laughs> two, two great plays if you get a chance. If you're in the, it, you don't have to be in the Los Angeles area because they travel. You know, if it comes to your city, your location, it was originally in New York. Now it's uh, here in Los Angeles. So I highly recommend you give that a try if you, uh, if you have an opportunity to do that. Uh, also I ran across a couple of, uh, interesting things about, uh, tech that we lost last year. Things that don't really, that we used to take, you know, as, oh my God, this is great stuff, and now they're gone. For example, the uh, iPod Classic, which started in 2001. And you remember the first iPod? It had the little wheel on it. Hey, you know, I have like the fourth generation, and it still works. Yeah, no, I mean, they work great. And I can't find my iPod Touch, so I'm about ready to fire up the old one and uh, sync it and let it rip. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they worked well. The iPod was certainly revolutionary to any devices, and, you know, which led, of course, to using your your iPhone or your Android phone for downloading music. And now, who buys CDs anymore? You know, we've gone right. through this revolution of, you know... Well, I just... I, I got Susan, my daughter, for Hanukkah, an autographed Bette Midler CD. Ah. But it was autographed. Well, that's so, a little know. different. That, that's a, a keepsake or a memento or something. But really, who does that anymore? Nobody goes out... I mean, when was the last time you actually went out and bought a CD? That was it. Yeah. That was it. I, I mean, beyond that. Beyond I buying that. I download digital music. But, you know, it's getting harder and harder to organize your digital stuff, right? Well, it, that is, I mean, yes, that is so a downside. You have so much of it, and your cam, uh, the pictures that are uploaded from your camera, and when they go to Google+, oh, my God, try yeah. to get them down. You can't, one by one, oh, my goodness. It's a lot of work. It, There's no question it about is. it. It is. And what else? What else is going well, on? Well, all right, so there, now we are, I used to use this all the time. I hadn't really thought about it, but you remember Microsoft Office clip art? Never you had used micro- it. Okay, it was, I was a you know, graphic designer. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, this is just this was a collection that, uh, frankly, a lot of people used to um, to get their, you know, whether, whether you were making a uh, newsletter or were you either sending friends, you know, um, I guess it's the the precursor to the emoticon. Uh, you just use you inserted clip art into multiple different things. Well, Microsoft, and it started in the mid '90s. Microsoft has pulled it um, instead. Users can use, you know, a search engine or something to find what they used to use. But uh, it's now gone, and clip art was a pretty cool thing, and it was free at the time. So that, you know, and again, it's not that difficult anymore to go on the Internet and search for images. That's a really easy thing to do these days, but it wasn't back then. Um, then, of course, we've Oh, can to... we continue about this after our guest? Cause we, we can, have yeah. Awesome i got a bone to pick with him. It's called Candy Crush. Well, well, we're not really talk. We're really not talking about that. But he's the global head of strategy for Facebook Gaming, and we're going to talk regular gaming. Oh, regular. <laughs> okay. Well, let's have to ask about Candy Crush because he may be responsible <laughs> for that. We'll be right back. This is Marsha Collier along with Mark Cohen on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in internet talk. 
You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. Has your business been appified? Are you tired of doing marketing that doesn't deliver results? Mobile apps build loyalty and quality retention. Your app from UPG Mobile puts your business on their mind and at their fingertips. UPG Mobile will give you a custom app, highlighting how you're unique and targeting your message, improving your open rates. Amplify your business and amplify your presence with your customers at upgmobilemarketinggroup.com. You may have heard me brag about Progressive Medical Center and just how much they've helped me with my health. And Dr. Goley, one thing that you've helped so many people with is migraines. Unfortunately, there are millions and millions of Americans who are suffering with migraines and headaches, and they're debilitating because it affects the quality of their life, and they cannot function properly. At Progressive, we get the root cause because we understand that migraines could be caused by nutritional deficiencies, hormonal imbalances, believe it or not, delayed food sensitivities. And Mm. once we determine what the real reason is, we put a plan of action together with medication that we get them off slowly and we put them on an all-natural approach and the results are amazing. Incredible. I mean, there's so many people that can say they don't live their lives with migraines anymore thanks to Progressive Medical Center. And that's what's exciting and rewarding to us as physicians because we help our patients take control of their health and that's why they're living well. Why don't you get a hold of Progressive Medical Center today? Don't live in pain. Don't have migraines anymore. Just go to their website, ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it When you think of the ultimate shipping solution for your business, you should think Indicia. That's E-N-D-I-C-I-A. Indicia. That's all you have to say. And it's a lot easier than saying this. Betty Butter bought some butter, but she said the butter's bitter. If I put this butter in my batter, it will make my batter bitter. Hmm. Yes, I think I'd rather say Indicia. And you should say Indicia, too, when you want smart, efficient e-commerce shipping software. Visit Indicia.com slash radio. That's E-N-D-I-C-I-A dot com slash radio. Meet Profit Bandit, the best way to find new Amazon inventory using only your smartphone. Scan any barcode and in less than five seconds, Profit Bandit shows you Amazon sales rank, competing offers, whether Amazon's selling the item, who has the buy box, your potential Amazon profit, and more. Customizable settings allow you to calculate FBA or MFN profit down to the penny. Available for iPhone and Android, and your satisfaction is guaranteed. Visit SellerEngine.com forward slash Ash Janelle for a special offer. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back. And uh, Marsha, I'm going to let you introduce our guest. I started gaming back in the Atari 16, was it 800? Atari 800, I think, was the first gaming computer I remember using. And now things have evolved just a tiny bit. So well, tell us so le- let me set up the guest a little bit because I was at TED at IBM in San Francisco, and when you're at TED, you meet all these interesting and fascinating people who are all really, really smart. More of them, a lot smarter than I am. So I took the opportunity to talk to everybody, 
And I met this gentleman, Steve Carlin, who was absolutely fascinating. And I asked for his card, and I said, you know, I'd love to have you on the show. And then I read his card. Facebook Global Head of Strategy for Gaming. So, you know, I come back and I look him up, and son of a gun, what a background Steve has. Steve, are you with yes. us? Yes, I Welcome am. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Glad to, <laughs> glad to have you join us. So let's make it easy. Let's tell everybody, who are you and what do you do? Sure. Well, first, uh, thanks so much, uh, and happy holidays to you both. I'm a, a fan of the show. Thank so you. excited to be on today. So I am the, uh, as Marcia just said, the global head of strategy for gaming. And as such, I lead the strategy development for Facebook's marketing offerings to the gaming industry globally. And we have uh, teams across Europe, Asia Pacific, and North America. I think probably a better way to think about it, though, is given my background in the gaming industry, I'm really more of an evangelist back to the Facebook community and, and, and team for the industry itself, just helping them better understand sort of the business needs and wants that the industry has. Uh, so, and, well, I'm sorry. go ahead, Marcia. Go ahead, Mark. No, you uh, I was going to say, so tell us about your early er, days of gaming. As I said, I started on the Atari 800, got my kids involved. What was your gaming background, and, and where did you first start? Um, I, boy, I bet you guys remember this, too. I remember opening up uh, Pong when I was oh, growing yeah. up. I was probably oh, 8 no. or 10. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and playing that for hours, boy, it, and to your point, Mark, it really has uh, expanded well past those days, hasn't it? Oh, got crazy! Uh, crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, that, uh, what, that so really was, wait, before we do the full interview, Mark, you have to give him the thing that's bugging you the most. Oh yeah, I, and if you have anything to do with this, you have completely ruined my life. Are you involved at all in allowing Candy Crush to be on Facebook? <laughs> uh, tell me why that's ruined your life, and then I'll answer your question. I can't stop playing it. It is so <laughs> annoying. I'm telling you, I just can't. You know, I have played and I have reviewed through my career a million video games. And, you know, for the most part, I just, I, I get through a half. I just don't have the time, you know, to be able to do that. And, and I guess I curse kind of the iPad, too, because now it's portable. I don't have to sit in front of the TV with a, you know, with a PlayStation or an Xbox One. But I, it's just so damn addictive, I can't stop playing it, and I want to. <laughs> well, I think you have your uh, friends at King to, to blame for yeah, that. Yeah, exactly, make, yes, exactly. Great games. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that was my my pet peeve. Did you have anything to do with bringing Candy Cat Crush to uh, Facebook? Well, if, it, if it's that big a concern, do you know, of course not. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Right. In that case, we can continue on with the interview. Go ahead. Okay. So, uh, you know, Facebook, I, I know I wrote Facebook and Twitter for seniors, and I talked about Facebook games. But what get, what role does Facebook play in the gaming world? Sure. I think... Um, one of the key things that we, we really help the industry with is, is discoverability. And this is, this is probably going to be a theme that, that uh, you'll hear me hit back on with many of your questions. Um, you know, gaming is a natural uh, part of Facebook and that social sort of aspect to Facebook. And so where we really play a key role is helping these uh, global gaming clients really connect with the people that matter to them, all the people that they want to find, that they want to play their game, like Mark, and Candy Crush are on Facebook. Yeah, exactly. So we really help bridge that gap. You know, it's you know, in interviewing people for my books, I find, uh, well, you've seen that commercial. There's some insurance company where the uh, grandma is sitting at the kitchen table hammering pieces of candy, playing <laughs> right. Candy Crush. You've seen that. I yeah, right. That exactly. Yeah, that's cute commercial. I'm unfriending you. It doesn't work <laughs> that way. <laughs> yeah. It is. I mean, it is crazy. 
It is. Facebook recently named the annual games of the year. Tell us the winners, uh, the types of games that were featured, and maybe the losers. That that would be good, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, well, sure. You know, we were really excited to uh, produce the list this year, and uh, Cookie Jam by SGN, which is a company based out of Los Angeles, was named the game of the year, and they are a, a match-three-style game, uh-huh. um, not unlike... Um, some of the games that Mark seems to be playing. They, uh, they maintain a really high retention rate amongst their players, which is you know, one of the key issues with, with these games is, is keeping people involved in them. Yep. They saw a lot of great monetization uh, consistently, which means they were really hitting on all the right cylinders for their game players. And so uh, you know, we awarded them uh, the game of the year. But what was great, if you look down the list, is there's a really neat mix of both uh, so social and casual style games, social casino style games, and even what we would call an, an MMORPG, just to throw Okay, okay. I, I'm calling you on the acronym police. What's an MMORPG? <laughs> I don't know what that is, Marsha. That's so right. that's a massively <laughs> multiplayer online role-playing game. They're huge, huge. Like, give me an example. Uh, well, in this case, it was League of Angels uh, by a, a company out of China called Yuzu, but um, maybe sort of the famous ones you could think of would be like World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Okay. The ones where the kids just stick at the computer and nobody leaves and they bring food <laughs> to the computer. Yeah. And, and they blind over after a certain... Sure. Point, right? Well, there's actually 15 different types of MMOs, but, um, and they've evolved a little bit to, to even include gaming on, for example, your tablet. But the, the main gist is that you can play it online with other people at the same time. Right, right. Nothing and with Hello Kitty, though, right? <laughs> Not that I'm aware of, but you never know. There, there is one that's coming out, though. I believe where zombies, zombies kill Hello Kitty. So I, I, I think that's coming. I'm not, I'm not sure. Hopefully it'll come to Facebook and we'll be able to play it. You know, I'm, a, I'm becoming a bit. Of, I have to say, and I wonder how this really affects the gaming world because I think I'm becoming a bit of pariah in the gaming community where instead of sitting there playing Call of Duty on my PlayStation 4, you know, we're playing these games like Candy Crush or the, or the the other ones that are involved. How much has that affected the traditional gaming business, gaming on Facebook? Um, well, the the console world obviously isn't specifically on the Facebook platform. Right. But right. Your, your question is a great one, which is how is the console world sort of dealing with the, the expansion of mobile gaming? And I think, um, you know, what you're seeing is console is still the biggest part of the gaming industry at just over 50%. But, uh, especially if you include the, the hardware sales, mm-hmm. but uh, the rest of the gaming world is growing fast. In fact, that will probably be flip-flopped in the next couple of years. So, you know, what you're seeing now is uh, the console world really focusing hard on developing big, solid titles uh, and focusing on them and, and everything that comes with that, from the marketing to the, uh, to the building of the game itself. And, and letting go of some of the mid-tier titles they might have previously um, produced so that they can focus all those resources and making it as big a, uh, as possible. Call of Duty would be a great example of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of our listeners just, oh, just no, go ahead, Marcia, real go. quick. One no, of no. our listeners on Twitter just asked what the name of the MMORPG games are on Facebook. <laughs> well, so the one we, we just named was um, uh, League of Angels. Uh, so that okay. would be that would be a, a good example of a, a game that they should go out and play. And again, that's from Yuzu out of out of China. 
Lead. You know, there are a lot of, like EA, for example, mobile gaming has gone quite a bit to mobile gaming. So, they, you know, they've kind of gotten it. They've decided that maybe, you know, not everyone just wants to sit and, and be tethered to their console. You know, they can play it in other mediums. So I think that a lot of the gaming companies obviously do recognize that that is the way to do that. Yeah, I agree. But yeah. But doesn't mobile jump into this hugely? I mean, the fact that people are switching so much to mobile? It, it does, and I think um, you know one of the big challenges for the gaming industry is to constantly understand where the consumers are going and how they want to consume that content. It's really it's no different than probably several of the guests you've had on in the past around entertainment as well. And so um, you know the, what the mobile allows you to do one cross devices is amazing. That's one of the places Facebook really can help uh, the game clients is a cross device. So whether you're playing on your phone or on your tablet or back onto your PC when you get home. Uh, the game can follow you, and Candy Crush is maddeningly good at that, isn't it? <laughs> it certainly can, yeah, exactly. Well, and what about the uh, well, cost? I th- oh, okay. Go ahead, Mark. I'm sorry. I don't mean to just, you know, gaming's my thing. Um, I know. <laughs> what, what about the cost of development about mobile games versus the traditional games that a, uh, a publisher would, you know, millions of dollars are spent developing games. Is it, is it the same cost in a mobile game? No, of course not. I, right. uh, you know, my background was with Ubisoft for five years, which mm-hmm. is one of the Great biggest, uh, one of the biggest console uh, makers, and the the size of those games and the the engineering talent needed to produce the biggest of the big games is considerably bigger than what you need to to do a mobile game. Now, that's not to take away from the the great talent the mobile game companies, but uh, just their sheer size because of. Um, you know, the cinematics, the, mm-hmm. the texturing, all the things that go into that are, are so vastly different from what a mobile game is that you can produce a mobile game for, you know, a fraction of the cost. Um, there, you could argue whether or not you'll monetize as well, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's, there's vastly different uh, components that go into those games. Well, well, you're looking at the ROI. I mean, how much do you have to spend? How much energy do you have to expend to make a mobile game versus? And, and when we get back, we're coming up on a break. I want to talk to you about, you know, developers and how they can get their games done. Sure. Which reminded me, Mark, and I mm-hmm. wanted to tell you, our friend Elvira has oh, a yeah. game. We, we really ought to hook her up. You know Elvira, Steve? I, Mistress I of the Dark? Yes, Mistress <laughs> well, of the Dark. Well, she's a good friend of the show, yeah. and, and we need to get her game on Facebook, I'm telling you now. <laughs> we well, she does actually that. kind of does have one on Facebook. I think there's a pinball game that, that she talked about when she was with us a couple of weeks ago. That's the Elvira pinball game that I believe you can play on Facebook. Well, there you go. Yeah. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk more about gaming and Facebook. And to find out, are console games dead? Keep listening. This is Marsha Collier along with Mark Cohen and Steve Carlin on WS Radio, the worldwide leader. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Profit Bandit, the best way to find new Amazon inventory using only your smartphone. Scan any barcode and in less than five seconds, Profit Bandit shows you Amazon sales rank, competing offers, whether Amazon selling the item, who has the buy box, your potential Amazon profit, and more. Customizable settings allow you to calculate FBA or MFN profit down to the penny. Available for iPhone and Android, and your satisfaction is guaranteed. Visit SellerEngine.com forward slash Ash Janelle for a special offer. I'm Professor Burke from Farmers Insurance, and this is 30 Seconds of Smart. So you want to save money on your auto insurance. Get an alarm, drive less, taxi, graduate, bundle policies, don't get pulled over, 
make automatic payments, beep, boop, beep, beep, boop, and of course, talk to farmers. Because the more you know about auto insurance, the more you can save. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Get smarter about your insurance at Farmers.com. In California, Nevada, and Arizona, call 858-405-0078. You've heard me talking about Progressive Medical Center. They have helped me feel my best. And Dr. Gulley, tell us a little bit about integrative medicine. Why is that such a big deal at Progressive Medical Center, and how can that make me feel better? Integrative medicine is just good medicine. It's combining the best of traditional medicine, nutritional medicine, natural medicine, and really helping the patient get to the root cause so they can take control of their health and really make an impact to improve not only their energy, their vitality, and just their overall outlook on their health and their life. I procrastinated for a long time before I finally made an appointment. So why should someone not delay and go ahead and get set up and come see you guys? Any journey begins with that first step. And that first step means making a decision to recognize that there's something wrong with you. Whether you have fatigue, inappropriate weight gain, not sleeping well, not concentrating, all of these issues, you can get to the root cause. So many of us here at The Fish have gotten help from Progressive Medical Center. So why don't you find out more from them today? Go to ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com This is your life. Live it well. On the Internet, your business's reputation can be unjustly destroyed in an instant. Don't wait for that to happen. Building and marketing your five-star reputation can increase your business by as much as 19%. Take control of your reputation and have the five-star reputation you deserve with Reputation Marketing Solutions by DSI Development. Become the go-to company by visiting 5starrepmarketing.com. The number 5starrepmarketing.com. There are no poems written about mailing and shipping. There is no Hall of Fame dedicated to shipping. Most people don't wake up and yell, I can't wait to ship today. No, shipping is not supposed to be exciting. It's just supposed to work. That's the idea behind Indicia. For over 25 years, Indicia has been offering shipping and mailing software solutions for online sellers, warehouse shippers, office mailers, and home mailers that's smart and efficient. Indicia, simple as that. Visit indicia.com slash radio. That's E-N-D-I-C-I-A dot com slash radio. <laughs> 